T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, Rolling Stones here on 93XRT as Jeff Garland returns to the airwaves of 93.1 FM last time. Hey, uh, are you a Stones guy? You know the Stones? Big time. What album is that from? That is from the album... I can't I'm believe. sorry. It's from, I was going to say a later bang? period album, but it's a later period album that's like 25 years ago. Uh, you Got Me Rockin'. That's a song they still do in concert. Yeah, that's, do that. that's a great song. Is that from song. Love is Strong? Uh, it could be. No, yeah. it's from Voodoo Lounge. It's Voodoo Lounge. Uh, Voodoo 94. Lounge, which yeah. was also the name of a tour. So will you uh, bite the bullet and go see the Rolling Stones when they go on tour? Uh, you know, uh, I would I would definitely, if if. You know, I, I'm always working, so it's like hard. I don't get to see as many shows. Like I just saw up on the board here, uh, John Prine is at Ravinia. And at this point, to miss John Prine is a crime. It is a crime. But I've got my special that I'm filming next week, and I'm doing like a like a just a pop and set on Saturday night that I have to w- just want to work out the set. So it's, it's a little spring training. Uh, yes, yes, stuff. Exa- yeah, that I have to do. Now, um, one of the times I've I've seen you live uh, doing stand up is uh, you have like um, copy points, and you walk over and you look <laughs> at the copy points. It's almost hold on though. It, that's even me in a highly structured situation. <laughs> I, I tend to, you know, improvise my entire. I have gone up. Hundreds of times with nothing in my head except the confidence that I'm funny and I'm just gonna groove. See, that's terrifying to me. I think it's terrifying to most people to say, "Yeah, but it's okay, what I gonna, do." You're gonna go up on stage. Well, you know, the last time Jeff was here, he was on the air with us uh, opening day right. live broadcast, and as he was departing, he said, "I'm going over to Wrigley Field to film something." With Vince Vaughn and somebody else, Tom Morello. Tom yeah. Morello, uh, yeah, and did. you said, and you said, and I have no idea what we're doing. And when you said that, it occurred to me, well, that's the basis of your entire career, my entire existence. <laughs> Any human being, we all have no idea what we're doing. On the other hand, the special that I'm taping, I actually have taken the best of. All the nights that I improvise, because I record it, and I put it together into a show with a beginning, middle, and end, and it's got themes. It's good. So It's got themes? Yeah, there's, because, you know, it's like a record album. You know what I mean? It's got there's there's a, there's a story to it. There's a feel to it. It's not just me up there saying things one thing after another that's just funny, funny, funny. It's like this is a story. This is a thing. Well, if you want to hear Jeff telling his story and working on that pacing for his special, um, you're performing two shows next Wednesday at Park West. Yes, and people can get tickets at Ticketfly.com. 
And is that what's being turned into the Netflix special? That is the Netflix special, yeah. So uh, but everybody you know, the thing is, put on some lipstick. <laughs> yeah, put on some lipstick. Um, everybody, men and women, we're, it's, it's all about Bowie. Um, no, <laughs> why what? Yeah, why not? Um, I uh, Here's my thing. I sit and I watch most uh, comedy specials for a few minutes, and they depress me. Why do they depress you? Because they're mostly terrible. Okay. And they're mostly about bravado. You know, there's some great ones, you know, don't get me wrong, like uh, John Mulaney's last one I loved. The point being is I started, there were 14 specials a year. Right. Um, 12 on HBO, uh-huh. two on Showtime. Now, between HBO, Showtime, uh, Amazon, and Netflix, and this, there's 12 to 15 a month. And I almost feel like what makes them so special? So what I'm trying to do is something that when people watch it, it affects them. And they go, that was special. Well, that's a good idea. I'm aspiring to that. You're full of aspirations. Well, can you hang out for a little while? I, I most I, certainly can. Uh, no I'm here at WXRT. Be. Are you kidding? That's right. I ain't leaving. <laughs> can you uh, organize the CDs a little for us? Uh, they're um, mostly alphabetized. Oh, yeah. And, and alphabetizing, maybe not what you do best. Not knowing might, what you're going to do next is what you do By the way, best. I'm constantly re-alphabetizing my albums. You are like John Cusack in uh, High Fidelity? Like John Cusack in High Fidelity, yes. D- do you do it according to chronology when you bought them or uh, years? No, or, no, I don't uh, get involved in that. I d- No, no, no. It's, it's, breakups. A, it's like a <laughs> jazz, reggae, country, rock, uh, blues, and then within there, just alphabetize. You know, that's a good idea because if somebody goes... Jeff, we need you to do a, a blues show yeah. on XRT. You got them boom, all. You go right to the right stack of all your blues albums, right and you're ready to Reach go. Reach my hand, then randomly pull out John Lee Hooker. We're off to the races. It's boogie chilling. Boogie chilling, yeah. All right, Jeff Garland's with us here on 93 XRT, and he is hanging out. We're 93 XRT, and just to spice up our week, get us ready for the weekend, we invited <laughs> Jeff Garland to stop by. Uh, you, you've been here for a couple of weeks, but you know we're talking. No, no, I haven't been here for a couple of weeks. You haven't? No, a few I've, days. Uh, well, okay, but you're going to be here for a few days, and then next week. So you're yeah. spending. All I'm, I'm saying spending, is, you're, I'm spending a solid, solid ten, a solid ten in Chicago. But you're talking to me, and we're saying, you know, tonight we got the XRT Blues Breakers Blues Fest broadcast at Legends. You should stop by that. And you go, yeah, no, I can't do that. I got to do this. And tomorrow we're saying you should come to Hot Stove Cool Music Benefit. See your old friend Theo Epstein. And you go, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure I can do He's that. He's working. You're just like working. You're working to take it from me. You're working too hard. Okay, I'm going to find the quote. Yeah. Um, but no, we can talk. By the way, you know what I never forget? Yeah. That you can really save big money at Menards. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you know, I'm in L.A. It never occurs to me. And then I'm in M- Menards, and I'm just like, I'm saving big money. You're saving big money at Menards. Big Mar- money. That, um, is, that is a jingle that sticks with you, Jeff This Carlin. is why we like when you come by to visit, because you're value-added for all the sponsors. You're, 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 what are you doing with your phone there? No, it's good what it's, I'm doing. You're, you're doing you know, good here we stuff. Go. Ready. Yeah. This is, um, uh, um, uh, well, I'll tell you who it is in a second. <laughs> it's, um, it's, um, it's a picture of your family. No, it's, um, it's, what's his name? 
I'm, I'm actually getting his thing. But anyhow, here's, here's the thing. Uh, Lightning Hopkins. Lightning okay, Hopkins. Okay, this Blue's is a quote. great. This is a quote from Lightning Hopkins. You got, if you got good money and you want to live for a while, don't be working like a monkey. Sit down and rest for a while. I like that. Sit down yeah, and yeah, My friend a... sent that to me because I work so hard. Yeah, you got to stop working so <laughs> and I, hard. I, I got good money. I need to sit down and rest for a while. Exactly our point. Yes. Uh, well, you should try to have some fun this weekend. Yes. Uh, I, well, by the way, I'm going to do a little walking around the Old Town Art Fair. Oh, I'm, that's this weekend. Huh? That's right. So I'm going, going to uh, go to, a little bit to Blues Fest. I'm going to be at Chicago Music Exchange. This is one of the working things. Interviewing Rick Nielsen. and uh, You're interviewing Rick Nielsen, or is he interviewing you? Could he go no, either way. Well, it could. He knows, my, he knows me well enough to interview me. Um, it'll be a conversation, not really an interview. You, you know. know, Rick Nielsen has been a special surprise guest at the Hot Stove Cool Music Benefit Concert. And, and I wonder what that, if that, maybe that's why he's in town. Uh, you never know. You never knew who's going to show up. You Do know, you know something? No, I, I know so many things that well, I can't tell you that I don't even want to start thinking about what I can't tell you. And Rick but, Nielsen is semi-local. He's got a pizza yeah, place he, here. He's got a pizza place here. Where's but, his pizza place? Wicker Park. Wicker Park. How about that? I had no idea. Yeah. And he's got some commemorative guitars up on the walls, too. So th- that's cool as well. Right. But, you know, uh, Theo Epstein's charity... Uh, is the beneficiary of Hot Stove Cool Music, and it looks like the Cubs are going to sign a stone-cold closer in the body of Craig Kimbrell, which is hard to say, Craig Kimbrell. With the following stone-cold closer, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, exactly. I just did it. Look um, at me. Look at me in the industry. I need to head win. over to Menards. But I, but I think I think Theo's timing is such that you know he gets on stage and he jams with many of the bands oh, does at he? this this event. And I think he'll take the stage at Metro tomorrow night, not only as a bass player, but now as a conquering hero. Because he got he got got a close. Oh, by the no, way. Yeah. Don't you think Theo Epstein's permanent conquering hero just based yeah, on 2016? Really yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything else. He could just literally go, <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. Well, shouldn't we acquire him? I don't care. I don't care. I'm we a conquering hero. You know, if you talk to Theo, he, he likes to pull that out of his hip pocket. He likes to say, yeah, well, you know what? We won the World Series, and yeah. that kind of covers it all. And you see, Jeff, on Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is, you know, coming back pretty soon. Yeah. And uh, you're you're taping some shows at Park West next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. For your Netflix 12th, special. You can buy tickets. But you can only buy tickets if you know how to laugh. You people who uh, like like By the way, murmur, yeah. In, in all sincerity, there is, it's so not... The audience has nothing to do with, with whether or not it's a great audience. Do you Come know on. that? No. Why because is that? it's based on what did each individual eat that day? How was work that day? What are their parents like? What are their marriages like? What are their relationships like? How do they feel about the world? Every aspect of their life as individuals they bring into a room and then they become a collective. And what that collective is feeling like on any given day could be tired could be drunk you don't know so every audience is his own entity and it's not their fault it's just they are what they are and so when you go up on stage and an audience is magical you better appreciate it now do you recall 
an especially horrible audience that there was nothing you could do with. I think it has a lot to do with the room. Okay, uh, that, that you're I'm going to be telling uh, two stories of that in in my thing. One of uh, following a magician in Lake Tahoe. Never follow uh, a magician named named TC Tahoe. <laughs> okay, I'm telling that story, and then I'm also telling a story. Are you ready for this? Yes. Of many, 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 many years ago, here in Chicago, as a young comedian, performing at the Stay Out All Night Disco on Mannheim Road. Oh man! Uh, yes, and and that. And by the way, it was 3 a.m. on Sunday night. If you're out. 3 a.m. on Saturday night, you're a big partier. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. If you're out at 3 a.m. on Sunday night, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> You've got a problem. So it was a show for alcoholics. <laughs> there was no winning that one. Yeah. And I tell the whole story about it's a cra- It's one of the craziest stories I've ever heard about comedy. Did, did you make a, a, a pact with yourself that this is it, this is the last 3 a.m. disco set I'm ever going to do? No, because it was, I lived in Chicago, it was 50 bucks, which back in the 80s for a gig was a lot, and uh, I had to pay my rent, and uh, no, I was all set to you come back all... three or four months later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we have you back on a Sunday night at 3 a.m.? And you're like, yeah, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. What? Because what every I... crowd is its own entity. Uh, I would like a different entity, however, the yeah. next time. Yes. That entity was interesting, but how about a, a well, not three a.m. Sunday morning? You know what you're getting. <laughs> you're not. You're not unsure. You know who's there, and boy, they they, they are there. So you're uh, singing the stretch today. Yes, I'm singing. Uh, Take me out to the ball. Are game. you like Paul Simon on Saturday Night Live? Are you honing in on most? Seventh inning stretches oh, of a guest, a you guest know what? conductor. I would think that I'm up there. You got to be I, up there. But I have no idea. This might be like my tenth, eleventh, twelfth. See, See, I I thought you meant is he going to show up in a turkey costume? No, but yeah, it's not like Paul Simon is Saturday Night Live. Yeah. No, I did wear a wrestling mask one time when I sang. Was it a Cubs when, wrestling mask? Cubs wrestling mask. They had given away these. Re- they were about to, and I, they hadn't given away yet. And it was laying on the counter, and I just put it on like uh, one of those Mexican wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are those are extremely uncomfortable masks. Mm-hmm. If you want to know the truth, because I tr- tried to put one on. And what with my eyeglasses and my fat head, it just was not working. Well, you're for supposed me. to take the glasses off and put them on the outside. Wait a minute, you take funny. the glasses off? Well, that makes it funny <laughs> to wear uh, Lucho Libre, you know, on the outside. <laughs> yeah. And then He's I know it's El you. Nerdo. It would be confusing. But um, now, when you sing the stretch, that also yeah. gives you a chance to. Going to the broadcast booth sometimes, maybe not yeah. always, yes. but to, to spend a little time with Len Casper and or Pat Hughes and Coom Dog. That's and right. I have a hangout. Coom Dog is fantastic. Pat Hughes. I'm Pat Hughes. This is Chicago Cubs. <laughs> you know, Ron loved Acapulco Taco Pie. <laughs> There's that commercial with Seattle Sutton. It's my favorite commercials of all time. See, he used the Seattle Sutton commercials. And, you know, Ron, what's your favorite of all my dishes? Well, Seattle, I like Acapulco Taco Pie. <laughs> I've never enjoyed anything more. I did it for him in the booth. For I did Ron Santos? I did it for Ron. And I wouldn't stop. Everything was Acapulco Taco Pie. So, Pat Hughes. <laughs> but I love uh, um, going on TV with the guys. Deshays is very funny. Yeah, he's very understated. 
a very wry and yeah. very funny. Yeah, he yeah. comes up with stuff. You're no, we there. have great broadcast. We have a great team, great ownership. Everything about the Cubs is great. Well, it's easy and to say that now that they closer. have a three-game winning streak and they're in first place and we got a uh, lockdown closer, hopefully. No, he's great. He'll be fine. You know, everybody's complaining about his second half uh, uh, of the last season. It wasn't the second half. It was just the playoffs. You know, you know what occurs to me, though, when I think about it? You need to have the mind of a closer to close. You know the physical stuff that's important too, but there are to a lot the of guys. Mind of a closer to be a comedian, you, you have to come have the, back the next you, night. You have to come when you're a comedian. You step on that stage. Yeah. You have to know that your 99 mile per hour fastball is unhittable. Well, that's by the way, it's, it's about confidence, and and you just take all the bumps and come back. And let me tell you something. He's pretty gosh darn great. And he's gonna he's gonna do it up for us. All right, I just like the way he. Sp- by the way, he uh, spreads his arms like a red-tailed hawk about to pounce on a on a rodent. You know, yes. when he when he leans in and looks for the sign, he sticks his elbows up in the air. No, this is now, when he's delightful. on another team, when he's on another team, you go, "Oh, come on, man, what are you doing?" Well, that's always the case. And then he comes to your Don't team. You're Dennis, like, "Oh, that is Dennis so Rodman." Dennis was a, Rodman was a Chicago Bull. Oh my God, we hated him on Detroit. Do you yeah. remember how much we By hated the way, him? He was the, oh, the heel only of person the we hated more was Bill Lambeer. Exactly. Yes. And uh, boy, all those years trying to break past that team, yeah. and then we did it, and we didn't look back. But yeah, we hated we hated Rodman, and then I we still hate Rodman. Bill Lambeer. He could be the nicest guy on earth. I'm going to hate him till the well, day. Well, by I die. the way, he was not Mister Likeability. I, I guess not. <laughs> Jeff Garland's in the studio with us here on 93 XRT. We're going to play a song from a friend of yours. You were talking about doing uh, some filming for the Chicago Cubs in a 1969 retrospective. Tom Morello. Oh, Tom Morello. Tom Morello, an audio slave. Let's dig it. Chris Cornell, what a voice. Audio slave. And by the way, I, yeah. I bumped into him in L.A. Chris Cornell? Yeah, yeah, a while back. And he was strikingly handsome. It was like... He's a handsome uh, man I, I, with a I looked at him and, and I went, oh my God, you are just so damn handsome. <laughs> Did I, you by, say that by, out loud to him? No, I didn't. Because I, but but I did. Moments later, I was in the drugstore and I bumped into Rod Stewart and I said, "Rod Stewart, you're Rod Stewart. What that must feel like." <laughs> And he laughed. He loved it. Uh, see, what I usually, you know, when I meet my rock heroes, and uh, I'm in a position awkwardly to have that happen to me all the time, what I usually like to say to somebody like Keith Richards or, you know, uh, the legendary member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I like to say, I think you're really good. That's, pretty, uh, that, that's about as far as I can get. Oh, well, that's okay. That's I great. Think you're, and I met Bob Dylan once. You know what I said to him? What? Backstage at Madison Square Garden, 1985. Never forget this. I'm introduced to Bob Dylan, and I say, I just wanted to say, I, 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 for 20 seconds, I couldn't get a syllable out. I, I just mumbled. By the and way, then, it's Bob Dylan. It's Bob Dylan. They, they dragged him so away from me. So he understood you perfectly. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he, sees that, he sees that all the time. Yeah. Well, Jeff Garland, when you come here uh, speaking on behalf of Mary Dixon and myself, we can feel the Jeff Garland love at the well, series at WXRT. Well, by the way, I have love for both of you, and I have love for XRT. It is 
You listened like to XRT a, when you were just a little kid. I did. <laughs> but I have to say, I listened to XRT in Los Angeles. Because you, can you can, radio.com. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it doesn't leave me. It makes me. It gives me a nice feeling. Uh, well, you want a nice when feeling. When you hear about yeah. snow and traffic jams and It's all part of it. By the way, the you crash. know as if I don't have traffic jams in Los Angeles. <laughs> True. Good point. But I do not have snow, although we have it up in the mountains. You have it up in the mountains. Uh, um, but I have to say, always missing Chicago. The most ma- that's why look I chose to film my special here exactly that's you know? coming up Wednesday, I guess I got to go now right seven p.m. and uh, nine p.m. are the shows seven o'clock and nine thirty nine thirty yeah you uh, have Park to go West. you so both have to go so uh, I'm not allowed out after seven yeah. okay yeah. then we'll forget that uh, June twelfth next Wednesday at the Park West Jeff Garland is uh, taping some shows for a Netflix special. And yeah. you could be part of it. Go to ticketfly.com. Yes, and, I, and I, I'm really proud of the work that I've put in to, for what people will see. Well, that's good I to hear. I hope they dig it. They will dig it. Yeah. Jeff Garland, thanks for being here. Jeff Garland, Thank our you. visitor this morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 